Hi, hello there. My name is um, Noel Omahi. It's been a minute. Uh, it's been a very long minute, but I'm super excited being on the podcast again with you. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for always contributing. Thank you for um, you being a part of this. It's quite amazing that we have the whole podcast to serve you. And do remember that the whole podcast is a 15 to 30 minute storytelling podcast where we connect people with founders. You know, you get to hear the success stories of these founders. You get to have critical questions answered and um, you get to understand the concept of tech you know whenever i tell people my podcast is a tech podcast they'd be like ah it's very boring i don't do tech i know i don't like tech but but the whole podcast is definitely for you it is your one-stop shop permit me to say it is your one-stop shop for you to understanding everything about the digital culture digital concepts uh about uh, the tech ecosystem in northern nigeria and beyond you know the last episode we had christine and where we spoke about um the concept of financial literacy and today i have someone with whom i've been trying to get on this podcast since last year it's been a minute let me tell you guys a short story you know he is counting down to 365 days since he launched his company right here in the city of Joss and I was at the first app launch. I he has been growing in leaps and bounds. If you are so conversant with the Joss ecosystem, he's one of the key players. He's into he's somewhere in between logistics and e-commerce and uh he has been providing rice. Now rice has been selling more than pasta even for university of Joss students and that's that's shocking and he's one of the people that has been providing that he, he also has a thing for agrotech I, I was surprised when i discovered that somewhere he's somewhere in between agrotech and last year we were supposed to have him on the podcast you know to come talk about what he's doing how he's doing it and how he has been able to achieve all the faiths he has been able to achieve um, but it's not it, it wasn't really possible and this year counting down to him his company turning one we now have him on the podcast and he is an amazing person first time i knew him i knew him as ambassador samuel but i, I still i still want to know why he's answering ambassador somewhere but ladies and gentlemen you know my story has told you who he is and we're going to be talking about um we're going to be discussing something that's very very important here on the podcast we are, we are discussing the impact of e-commerce in strengthening the supply and distribution chain of nigerian businesses and i have no other person no other person than the ceo of food plug niger himself and that is as william samuel the surname i will pass it because it sounds like a password <laughs> so I, I i i want you to pronounce that surname for me or what's the right pronunciation to that surname Okosio. Well, if you if you know it, <laughs> thank you. If you don't know it, thank you. So you're welcome to the whole podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I, I want to start with 365 days running a company. How, how is that? You know, you know your company is going to be one. Uh, that's the food plug. That is it. Is it your company or the app? Is it the company that's going to be one or the mobile app food plug Nigeria that's going to be one or Simplicity Concept? Because I know that you are the CEO of Simplicity Concept. Uh, the food plug is going to be one. Okay, that's the app. Yeah, the app, the company. It's also going to be one. Yes, the app, the company. Oh. Uh, Simplicity Concept have been in existence since 2014. Okay. Yeah. But we started building the food plug app in 2017. Okay. We launched the app we saw the need to create a company out of it 
So I want to know, I want to know, in all this, you know, the timeline, how has it really been for you creating all this substantive value? So how, how has it really been? Um, what's the process been like? What are the lessons you've learned? What are the achievements? And also failures, you know, failures are one important thing. So how has it really been for you? <laughs> Funny enough, it's been crazy. Let me use that word, permit me. Uh, first off, let me start with the failures because I learned a lot from the failures and at some point in the journey, I was in debt of over 30 million naira, and so we you see the kind of debt that rich men enter. <laughs> we are at the risk of closing up shop. We were, we were about if bankrupt was a word we were about closing everything like the 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 whole platform the whole company wouldn't have been in existence wow. but we used the same company to get out of there. so it has been a ride it has how do I put it? Like I read somewhere that an entrepreneur jumps from a high mountain and creates the parachute that will land him safely mm. as he's falling. So it has been like that. We started as an e-commerce food platform. E-commerce food. Then you 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 metamorphosed. Yes, we evolved. Let me use that word. Okay. We evolved. We are into farming. We are into food processing. We are into rice processing. Yeah. We use that. We are into cattle now. Okay. So it is. So basically, you're, you're into crop and livestock yes. farming. Okay. Crop, livestock farming, logistics, packaging for export. Oh, yeah. great. Packaging for export. So we move according to the demand. Hmm. We move according to the demand. Basically, that's what we do. If we get demand for something else in uh, in this system that we are, we diversify into that, not neglecting what we are doing. So basically, that's what we are doing right now. Okay, so the reason why we are discussing this is because we want to really evaluate the effective role of e-commerce in Nigeria. And then we want to show Nigerians the relationship between e-commerce and logistics, which you're also into. And then uh, we want to weigh the growth of e-commerce in uh, Nigeria. But I'm going to start first off with um, the effective role of e-commerce in Nigeria. You know, e-commerce, uh, it, it came, should I say, it became very, very prominent. Uh, uh, it gained that prominence in 2015, if I'm not mistaken, because prior to that, people were not really so open to the concept of e-commerce. Yeah. And then with COVID-19 happening in 2020, it really changed the complete narrative for e-commerce. I want to really ask you, as someone who is into this field, as someone who is really, really particular about this field and seeing that you have really evolved and you've metamorphosed and you've built that synergy, you started your company with that mindset. What would you say is the most effective role of e-commerce in Nigeria? Is it in the um, 
packaging and distribution or is it in the click you know on social on social media and apps and the whole stores you know we have online stores now or would you say that it is in the harmonization generally so what would you really say is the effectiveness or the effective role of e-commerce in nigeria okay i'll start with the story uh one of the reasons we created the food blog yeah. was to cut out the middleman from distribution of agro product now i'm being specific with agro because i'm into agro e-commerce now a uh, few years back i went to port Harcourt and i heard the value of tomato in port Harcourt. yeah as a then a basket was like times six of what it's been sold in just so i went to the market bought a trailer load i didn't even buy i told them to give me i'll sell and bring back their monies based on the relationship they have with my mom they gave me a trailer load even the driver that drove the truck down to port Harcourt, i only bought fuel that would take him down there we would get money and pay i will get money so that was it we got to port Harcourt. the first day we got there they were like who sent you i said i came on my own and it was like okay this is the price we would buy your product because you don't have somebody and the price they were offering is even lesser than the price that it's been sold in just said no i won't sell the tomato stayed that day the next day the tomato is depreciating and the price they offered went down the third day i had to sell because if i don't i'll be running at a huge loss at the end of the day i would i was not able to pay the driver talk more of paying the guys that gave me the tomato i had to look for a way to pay them because of a middleman now the food plug using e-commerce now is a way that ShopRite in Port Harcourt now orders for tomatoes, cabbage, and cucumber from the food plug directly. No middleman, nobody. So we get it from the farmers directly. We tell them, okay, so so thing have been ordered from your farm. The money goes directly to the farmer, directly to the consumer, from the farm, directly to the consumer. Now the the middleman is out of the picture the farmer gets the exact value of his product with the aid of e-commerce to me that's one of the best uh, advantage of e-commerce to me okay now speaking about e-commerce and what you've said how uh can persons really be onboarded on e-commerce especially now with the subject matter you gave that that is farmers some of these people are not really tech savvy or, or really computer re- literate to all these advancements and progress that has been recorded so how best can they really get into this because e-commerce plays a very vital role as you stated it's you, you you've eliminated the middleman so how can they now be onboarded uh, is there like an onboarding process using your company for instance okay this right now my company has a database of 14,000 farmers wow now with that database we enroll the farmers ourselves okay we call these farmers personally we go to their farms we get the size of their lands we get the products they produce and whatever we can get from them and on board the quantity and the quality they gave us 
we onboard it on our platform. As soon as somebody place an order, Baba, Ansia, so, 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 and so, we tell them, we speak the language they understand. Somebody is buying so, so product at so, so amount. We pay them. Oh, but you said you are eliminating full, uh, middlemen. Yes, I'm getting there. Okay, I'm because, getting there because it's almost sounding like 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 I a middleman. I am now the middleman. Yeah. Now, this is what we were able to do to cut that impression. We created a cluster, like we have farmers clusters, like a cooperative for each of these farmers. In Barking Ladi, we have. 91 different clusters and each cluster have nothing less than 10 farmers now in a cluster they are producing this amount of uh, produce they are producing 10 let's say a cluster has 10 tons of tomato for instance they decide the price the middleman per se don't decide the price okay you guys are producing 10 tons of tomato at so so price okay we give you the buyer you understand we give you the buyer okay you want to sell this uh, tomato at so so price okay we connect you to the buyer then you you get to ask then what is now the gain of the food plug i know you would because if we are just doing that what is now the gain yeah of the food plug now from the price they give us if for instance you are the farmer or your cluster we don't deal with farmers directly we deal with their clusters okay if your cluster is so that we gain uniformity in price yes okay if your cluster is producing five tons of carrot for instance and you are giving us at so so price you want us to sell it at so so price we tell you that we are selling it at so so price but the logistics hmm. okay comes from us okay so if you are selling it at a thousand naira. We can decide to transport it, to export it, to package it. We do all that. Okay. We do all that because we have an MOU with uh, SACO, the cargo aspect of Arik Airlines. They run uh, most of our deliveries out of the state and all that. So we tell them, this is what we can help you do. Okay. This is how much you pay us. So with that price that we are charging them for consulting, for packaging, and for logistics, they add it to the price that they are selling. Oh. We sell at their price, but they have been our cost in mind. Okay. That, yes. that's... So we are removing ourselves from being the middleman. Oh, okay. But we have cost for services that we render okay now you spoke about logistics now this is a very huge problem with e-commerce exactly. like it's a very huge cha- challenge most times um oftentimes people don't get their services or their goods rendered to them on time delivered to them on time how ha- has it been able for you how have you been able for you to break that barrier you know of getting deliverables delivered uh, having logistics met and properly fixed you know logistics is also an an arm of e-commerce that is expanding yes. and that is growing the the markets so how have you been able to address this especially with the nigerian market that is your target audience okay the first the first step we took is using companies that we can hold responsible for instance we we have the power to have our own logistic system get our own delivery bikes get our own cars and all that 
get our own planes if possible cargo planes if possible but we want a situation where if a third party company is coming in is delivering a certain amount of goods if anything happened to that goods we hold that company responsible you are supposed to pick up tomatoes by so so time it's supposed to get to the airport by so so time you don't the extra charge that will be charged us will come out from you so we use that companies that we can hold responsible now these are companies that are a bit expensive yeah because most of them are bootstrapped yes a lot of people run away from expenses and that's why logistics become a dicey situation where people's goods get lost and all that but when you use companies that you can hold responsible for damages companies that you can hold responsible for delays as little as delays companies that you can hold responsible ah if my goods are delayed with an r i deduct so so amount now using that we have companies that are on our back and call we've already we use this prepaid logistics system where we deposit for instance hundred thousand naira with certain with a company and we say as soon as we have deliveries we send you our delivery manifest for that day you run our deliveries deducting it from our account so we have like a wallet with them oh. we deposit so they give us that preferential treatment okay you want to move this you want to move this you want to move this we just send them uh this thing then secondly we minimize urgent deliveries okay we minimize urgent deliveries you can't call us now i need five tons of tomato so so time and all that when something is done in a rush you get issues so we tell you okay as you are ordering your deliveries will be done 24 hours later we organize our delivery send it to the company the company picks up where they are supposed to pick up and move yes there are still issues but this minimize our issues companies that uh that work with us they know that when they fail they pay for their failures oh basically great so now um it's 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 we've established that e-commerce and logistics are very good friends but in a situation where i'm going to ask this question now in a situation where you send because i've seen it all over it's always been repeating itself uh where you get to hear inadequate transport um sometimes distance and all that in a situation whereby as an e-commerce company and you need things to be delivered and these people do not really deliver it and they don't really use they don't have the first off they don't have the necessary um tools or technological apparatus let me use that or technological equipment for their deliveries and then you do also send them um in just now it's currently strawberry season and you send a logistic company to deliver strawberries to your people and then they use it for themselves how are you being able to marry or rectify that okay uh for any company that we onboard on our platform because sorry how many companies logistics companies have you onboarded on your platform six six yeah right. we have six uh then for international deliveries or interstate deliveries based on uh timing there are people that want we have express deliveries that we use cargo yeah right? there are people that can get their deliveries normal we use roads now for we to onboard you on 
our platform. You bring one light detector. Not that we have an app for our delivery companies where they use. We know the weight of what they are carrying. Okay. We see the exact location using using Google and GPS. We see the exact location where they are. So if, for instance, the driver is picking something from uh, from a certain market or from a certain farm, that same driver, we know that so-so driver that is supposed to go to so-so place is at so-so place with so-so weight of product. We have a system that we give to these delivery guys to detect. For instance, we are sending a person from company A to deliver tomatoes to Lagos. Yeah. Now the truck is using like I just got a call today. We are delivering rice to Lokoja, and the, the person ordered for two tons of rice, but the truck can carry two and a half tons of rice. So we have space. Normally, the driver can, on the road, pick other items. But now, my app is showing me that my driver is carrying two tons of rice. So, if my app shows me that this car is carrying more than two tons of rice, instantly, I call the driver. Mm. We have, we see his speed limit. We see how he's moving. So, if a driver will stop somewhere, for more than the normal time, maybe the driver wants to hit himself. We monitor all that. So that makes us a bit efficient. Okay. These are technological equipment that we give the companies we are working with. Oh. So before you can come on board in our company, you have to agree to those terms. So you're, you're suggesting that um, e-commerce companies should employ this technology? Yes. Okay. You employ com- uh, technology that will tell you the weight of the items logistics company carry sometimes you deliver tomato uh i'm using tomato because we deliver that a lot a lot you deliver tomato somebody's carrying your tomato and carrying load today. on your tomato mm. pressing your tomato so if you don't have a system that shows you the exact weight that that driver is carrying you'll be running at a loss because you don't deliver substandard we deliver to uh shop right in abuja three ShopRite locations. We deliver to ShopRite two of them in Abuja, one in Port Harcourt. Now, we do that delivery two times a week. You don't deliver stuff. They have a quality control team in those locations. You don't deliver stuff that are substandard. So, if your logistic will make you run at a loss, you use better logistics. And better technology. Yes. Okay. Basically, that's what we do. How would you weigh the growth of e-commerce in Nigeria? Like, how would you wait on the, if on a scale of one to ten? How would you really wait? And if it's underperforming, how would you? What would you suggest that um, it's being done for it to really upscale? Uh, scale of one to ten, I will give it a four. Okay, that means it's underperforming. It's yes, below it's average. Underperforming because uh, let me give you the statistics from March last year, where we did an audit in the company in December. We had online purchase of 126 million naira. Online. Offline. Offline purchase still in the food club because we can't uh, turn our backs and say, oh, uh, you must order on the app. No. 
offline purchase is more than times six, seven of that same amount. Now, if e-commerce was really performing, the scale of the offline purchase would go lower, and the scale of the online will go higher. Go higher. So now the issue here is the trust. Mm. Trust. You hear people. I don't want to use my card to buy something online. The last time I bought something online, they started debiting monies. So people have these trust issues. So if e-commerce companies can build trust, if e-commerce companies can build uh, refund policies that are friendly to mm. users, because I buy something, I don't get it delivered to get a refund. If you buy something on Jumia today, sorry, I'm using a specific company. You buy something and there's cost for a refund. Sometimes you may have to just buy something else with that money. The money never comes back. So a lot of people have that trust issues. If we reduce that, more companies, more people will adapt e-commerce as a way of life and it will go higher. Okay. Now, what is the next step for your company now after one year? Should we expect expansions to other African countries? Should we expect expansions to other states? Or what should we be expecting after one year in operation? Blockchain blockchain simple blockchain that 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 was like deep blockchain <laughs> okay i want to know why blockchain okay uh the food blog like our team for the year is evolved and we, we are exploring a lot of avenues that would involve the world like global yeah global scale involve the world to make purchase sharing confidential ideas but let's continue we went to our drawing board and we are going back to the trip by batter system but using blockchain interesting you can buy for instance you have uh, an item in thailand there's a certain breed of rice uh, if you came yesterday today. i would have showed you they sent it from thailand to us it's a certain breed of rice that you can't grow in Nigeria completely. It won't grow from Thailand. You can use that to buy rice. In Thailand, there's a huge market for brown rice. We've supplied brown rice to Thailand more than four times now. So you can use that. But we are having a token. We are having, let, let me see, a coin. FPC. FPC. So this is exclusive. Thank you. Thank you. One year anniversary, we're making announcements on how that will go. So we are tapping into the blockchain market and going all in because we believe that's the future. Mm. It's not AI for you. Nah. It's not. <laughs> not here for you for okay you've heard it here uh one year coming and going um next thing is the fpc i, I look forward to that and you're hearing you're hearing it here for the first time it's exclusive honestly thank you very much to um 
Samuel Williams Okposo. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. And do remember that you could leave a five-star rating on the podcast across all platforms. And uh, this is for tech bros and non-tech bros alike. We don't all have to code, and you, but you know the code. My name is Noel Omahi. Until I come your way again next time, stay blessed, stay out of trouble, keep listening, and always remember to visit the website www.crushedup.com. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Hub Podcast. Do well to follow us on all social media handles at Crest Hub. Remember to visit our website at www.cresthub.com. And would you love to write to the host? Send an email to newell.cresthub at gmail.com.